0: Where we are today is a reflection of the habits we have formed over a lifetime. Welcome to the Marketing Mentors Podcast brought to you by Red Pandas Digital. My name's Tasha and I'm joined with the lovely Linda. In today's episode, we are talking about some of the habits of successful people, uh, daily habits, that is. Yeah,
1: so I, f- I feel like we have a really good lineup of a few different, I guess, firstly, common habits that mm-hmm. we see successful people have. And we're gonna share some of our own kind of tips on these and our only our own advice based on what we're doing when it comes to our yep. habits as well. Um, but I think before we we get like straight into it, I think it's important to kind of acknowledge that uh, and that that snippet that T mentioned is that a lot of habits uh, have been formed over our life, right? And we kind of have arrived at this place today where it really is a reflection on all of the default habits that we've formed. And a lot of people don't realize that they kind of, they end up at this place, whether it's their career, their relationships, how they view the world, um, their general mindset, yep. and it's all been formed from previous habits. And these habits are really, have been formed mostly, or mo- like most people at least, by default. Yeah. And today we're talking about designing these habits so that way you can kind of look at your future and be able to kind of visualize where so you're be being. So
0: aware of uh, the habits that you might have or not have or yeah. the ones that you want or don't want. And obviously, again, that awareness that the habits you have today yeah. are there because of the shit you've been through in your life. Yeah. Or the stuff you've seen through in your life. No matter where it is, personal, professional, you are who you are because of what you've been through. Which is what makes exactly. you so special, but also is the reason why you might feel a certain way when something happens or, you know, you default into eating that bucket of ice cream at certain <laughs> yeah. points of the month. Who knows? Who are know? talking about right now? <laughs> yeah, most women. Sounds like me. <laughs> uh, with that said, should we get into the first one?
1: Yeah. And so we, we're going to share four main daily habits that we see and know of with successful people. One thing that we should preface this with is habits take 66 days to be formed. Yes,
0: not 10. Not not, t- not teeth ten. teeth or teeth well I had a I had a I had a you know preconceived idea that a habit takes ten days to be formed I got my stats completely mixed up I'm an ex-smoker it takes about ten days for nicotine to leave your body <laughs> 66 days to create a new habit yeah so you can see where my mind went but uh no uh, to Linda's point 66 days to form new habits and
1: we got this stat from a book called the one thing mm-hmm. Um, They had around five years of research before they had launched that book. So,
0: uh, yeah, 66 days to form a new habit. The One Thing by uh, Gary Keller, Jay Papasan, just if anyone's listening, wants to read that book. Yeah.
1: Okay, so the first one is setting your intentions mm. and we include meditation, journaling and visualization in this one.
0: Yeah, So three really, really good topics that um, I think between the two of us, we, we manage to do all three of those, uh, but yeah. individually, I know I don't do all three, but I'll talk to visualization because that's something that I don't actively do um, in my daily life. I would love to, something I'm trying to work on, but I definitely use the tool of visualization when I'm going into fights, so in the past, uh, and it's been a while since I've been in a fight. And when I say a fight, I mean an actual amateur boxing fight, not like just random hey, car bars, fight. street fights. <laughs> but going into fights, I will, especially in fight camp, and a lot of I do know that a lot of fighters will do this as well. I also did this, um, you know, back when I did a lot of exams, I would clear my mind and so in a meditative space and really visualise what it is that I was going to do. So mm-hmm. I would visualise myself walking to the ring. I would visualise uh, myself being in the ring, getting in the ring, standing in the corner. I, f- I would feel the gloves in my hands. I would feel the canvas on the floor. You picture exactly what I you're could, wearing I down could to see what every I was wearing. detail. I could see the lights. Like I'm, I'm visualising it right. And that's how many yeah. times I did it. I can yeah. see it in my mind's I eye now. And then I would visualize how the like how the fight would go. Obviously, in my visualizations, I always won. And as as it stands, if anyone's interested, I am still undefeated. I've only had three fights, <laughs> but you know I'd like to do more. Um, and the visualization is just that exercise that I would do. It would help to keep me calm. It also meant that when I got into the ring, I didn't feel like I'd never been here before. Yeah, I've been here before in my mind many, many, many times. So yeah. it was, it was. I was calmer. I was. It felt like I had that experience. Obviously, nothing beats true experience, but the the tactic of visualisation can be applied to anything. Big big client meetings, job interviews. Yep. How are you going to hold yourself when you're walking down the hallway to that, you know, to your performance review, for example, or yep. coming into work the next day? So yep. visualisation is a really, really cool tool that you can use. That reminds me. I used to do it, T. I don't to this day, to be honest. I
1: don't visualise at the moment. I should. But it reminds me of when I used to play tennis. Yeah. And for me, I used it as a tactic to help with my anxiety because my anxiety before uh, stepping on to the court was so bad. I used to lose matches because I was so shaky and I couldn't rid the anxiety. Yeah. So I used visualization to try and help me overcome that element of competitive sports. Yeah,
0: you've been there. Yeah. You
1: know what this feels like.
0: Yeah. All right. What's another one under setting your intentions? Yeah. So then there's meditation
1: and there's Mm -hmm, journaling mm -hmm. and I do those every day. So um, less on the visualization side, but more on the meditation journey. So for me, meditation, I do uh, 10 minutes per day, no more. And I always find that it helps me personally at the beginning of the morning. It helps me be able to clear my mind for the day, start the day on a positive note uh, and just be really in touch with myself. Because like I said, I do suffer with anxiety. Um, The journaling – and so on that, sorry, I should say I use uh, Headspace. Okay. So I use an online app. I don't have to pay that much. It's got like a monthly subscription, but it just helps me kind of be able to uh, follow along with, you know, active meditation. Yep. Um, Then there's journaling. So with journaling, you've got journaling when it comes to goal setting and then journaling when it comes to uh, gratitude. And for me, I spend a lot on the gratitude
0: side. So So I – So gratitude is being – like thankful for something. Yeah. So expressing your gratitude or thankfulness or something. That's right.
1: Yeah. So it's more about my own like personal development, um, my own like kind of self-mastery within yeah. myself and, and yeah. achieving
0: peace of mind. It's actually uh, I did a lot of um, – I'll be guilty. I don't do it a lot now. But when I find myself in hard like or difficult headspaces, whether it be – I hate throwing depression around just yeah. as a as a term. But when I feel like I'm heading towards a path of being – in a depressive state, exercising gratitude is massive for me personally because yeah. it kind of reminds me of the all these things amazing things that I have to be grateful for. And maybe I haven't been practicing it as much lately because I, I can see my blessings everywhere I, I go. And that that I wouldn't be like that though if I hadn't yeah. practiced gratitude so much as a habit for so long. It's almost ingrained in me now. When I walk around, i just I can see I'm, I'm grateful for everything. Yeah, because it's it you know I'm here. Yeah. But I hear you.
1: So people can like you can get just a a general book with nothing on there, write them down or you can buy those books and I have one of these that kind of give you prompts. But um, a good method is is from the gratitude point of view, writing down three things that you're grateful for. Yep. Uh, Something that I also do as well is three things that um, three things that I plan on moving on with. So I want to let go. Yep. And then three things that I'm focusing on for that day. And uh, a big one on that around mindset, and this is definitely, you know, we obviously know that mindset is so important when it comes to being successful. Um, but one of the things that I write down every day without fail is, is, um, I will actively change negative thoughts to positive thoughts. I love that. I read a stat like many years ago and I've dug it up out of the archives because, um, uh, it's so relevant, right? Yep. Yep. But, um, it's, it's that you have 50,000 thoughts a day Mm -hmm. and 10 of those thoughts are conscious. So 90 of our 50,000, yeah, sorry. (laughs) You did that before. (laughs) (laughs) Let me say that again. again. 50,000 thoughts a day and 10% of those are conscious. So 90% of our thoughts are unconscious. Now um, the reason being in regards to why a lot of our thoughts are negative from that percentage is back to how humans like originated, right? In um the caves, and we were surrounded by 15 people or so. Yeah, yeah. And we were worried about being attacked by like animals and like it was all about safety. And our thoughts were like, you know, I, I need to make sure I eat and I need to make sure I'm safe, right? Exactly. And they were all kind of safety, like fee-related kind of thoughts. So Only 30% of our thoughts that we have every single day are either neutral or positive. And 70% of our thoughts that we have are geared towards being negative. Yeah. Like fear or angst. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like I'm tired. I'm hungry. Am I going to make it home in time? The traffic's going to be so shit. Yeah. Yeah, So it takes a lot of work to change that 30% of either neutral or positive thoughts to 40%, 50%.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't happen overnight. No, sixty-six days is a minimum, like to change those positive thoughts. But yeah, I love that. I love that one. Yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, um, I did actually have one thing on the journaling as well, and that is um, Moby does this thing uh, that he learned from a book called "Be Obsessed" or "Be Average" by Grant Cardone, I believe it is. I hope I haven't uh, butchered that. Yeah. Um, and each day he writes down his three like overarching goals. Whether uh, And they're super ambitious, really big goals. But every day he, like in a journal, writes them down, every, the same three goals every day. So it's kind of drilling that in. It's, it's like a vision board. It's like a vision board but yep. written essentially. And then after that he does his like task list or priority priorities for the day where he'll say, come hell or high water, I have to get these three to five things done. And they come with big – this comes with a big kind of asterisk, guys. Be realistic with yourself. Don't give yourself a like a task list of – 10 priorities for the day and they each require like four to five hours worth of work, yeah. there is not that much time in a day. There's These are not 10 priorities. And priorities really should, you shouldn't have more than three to five priorities a day. In my own opinion, from working in project management, client services for you know almost 10 years, you shouldn't give yourself more than five priorities for a day. Like five is the absolute max. Um, So I really, I really like that one. I'm just going to make sure it's definitely be obsessed or be average. Yeah, it's definitely be obsessed or be average by yep. Grant Cardone. Yeah. And I um, have I have that on my list of things I need to read. <laughs> <laughs> that list is like too. expanding <laughs> constantly. Yeah. But I love it. I love yep. it. Yeah. All right. Okay, should we move on to yeah. the next one? Yeah, let's get to the next one.
1: Okay. Um maximizing the brain power that we have. All right, Tony Robbins. <laughs> Yeah, I've stolen that straight out of Tony Robbins. I haven't decided to change the wording at all. It's totally fun.
0: It's definitely got Tony Tony Robbins. Yeah. Yeah. It's got that
1: vibe to it. All right. Uh, dumb it down for me then Linda. What does maximise your brain power mean? Basically, it's about the concept that us as humans, we have limited cognitive resources. And successful people know how to use their brain power to the best of our ability. Okay. What does that look like? So some tips, okay. One tip, for example, is uh, getting the hardest tasks done first thing in the day. Okay. Yep. So when we're talking about our jobs and our career. Yeah. So looking at, you know, the priority list that Tasha just spoke about, that, you know, that list of five max, yes. let's say. Yep. Whichever one looks the scariest, the hardest. One that you don't want to do. Attack that one first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you have the most amount of uh, cognitive resource in the morning. In the morning. Yep. So yep.
0: come in, do that hardest task first and then and work your way down your priority list. Yeah,
1: and the same with uh, scheduling important meetings. Yeah. So if you know you have to be on for a certain meeting, do not book it at four o'clock in yep. the afternoon. Yep.
0: Make sure that it's in the a.m. I personally try not to book too many meetings like post two and three p.m. because of how like I know my cognitive load by the uh, end of the afternoon is hard. And like, I was literally just before this podcast saying that my energy is dropping. It's the end of the day. It's it's a Friday, yeah. like it, it. It it takes a toll on you. So yeah. it's being aware the of those. Coffee. Yeah, the coffee and like <laughs> the shots that I had of coffee before this <laughs> session as well. But it's it's just you yeah, being aware of that, and then um you know making changes that you need to. Yeah. What else is on maximizing your brain power?
1: I really like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, eliminating unimportant decisions. Like so, like choosing what you're going to have for lunch the night prior. Or, um, I, I love this one, so Obama, he picks out his outfit the night before so he doesn't have to use any brain power on that. Cognitive load. Yeah, yeah. during the day
0: when it's at its peak. It's just done. For me, I call this efficiency. Yeah. I like to go to bed knowing that my lunch is ready, my clothes are ready, and that when I wake up I just go bang, 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 I'm done. Yeah. Um. And, like, I see it from an efficiency point of view, but – As Linda's saying, if you put some um, fancy words behind it, it's maximizing (laughs) your brain power and reducing the cognitive load of making decisions during the day because those little decisions are made for you. You And they
1: all take a certain percentage away and they accumulatively add up.
0: Yep. Like using valuable brain power space for um, more important things. Yeah. I hope they edit that like twitch out of my voice (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving along. Let's get to the next one. Okay.
1: um, Another one as well I will say and a simple one, but it's like it's just so relevant in this day and age, is removing unnecessary distractions because they do take away. Like? uh, Social media.
0: Oh, okay. So notifications. notifications. If you have your notifications on your computer and you try to tell me that they're good, I've I've got a very good argument. Like I would love to have an argument with you as to how you think that they're good. <laughs> Constructively obviously. Yeah, yeah, constructive argument. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. But they are not good. Notifications are never good uh on your computer when you're meant to be working. Um put put like a badge on something so that if you see it, you go, okay, cool, there's something there that I need. If someone urgently needs me for something, they will call they'll call yeah. me. Then yeah. Then most of my network knows if you need me urgently for something, just call me. Yeah. I will answer. If I can't answer, I'll answer as soon as, as soon as I can next. Next yeah. time, yeah. type of thing, or an SMS. It's another, like, those are the two. Otherwise, it's like you got Slack, you got teamwork, you got WhatsApp, you got Skype. Like, just turn yeah. them off. Turn We've them been
1: off. talking a lot about sprints here at Red Pandas, and I feel like it's kind of relevant to that, where, um, and it, you know, people define sprints in different ways, but the way that I've read it, and I, I had listened to a psychologist, she shared this information. Her name is Milo. She's in Sydney. Um, she's a behavioral psychologist, and she talks about um, working in sprints is the best way to kind of maximise your brain power and humans are best working in 50-minute sprints. So a 50-minute block, no social media, no notifications, turn off everything, work in that 50-minute block. If your task is longer than that, take a 10-minute breather if you can. 10 minutes is what you need and then hit it again for another 50 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Give yourself that time.
0: Yeah. All right, let's let's get to our second last tip, which is be a forever student. So cute. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What does this one mean, Linda?
1: So it's really about feeding your mind. And I feel like this is so overlooked and we hear it all the time, but it is such a core principle to being successful in whatever you're doing. And we've been doing a lot of work on this at the moment. We've introduced a book club here at Red Pandas, but it's making sure that you are listening to a business podcast you're upskilling yourself in your career online maybe through an online course yeah. it's reading a book
0: it's that idea of always learning yeah you are a forever student you will never know everything and I even wrote down if you ever think you've learned everything you're an idiot and I have no no issues oh, yeah, with like saying it. that yeah. to someone if, <laughs> if someone would to come up to me and say oh I know everything I would genuinely say no mate and I will say as well
1: with that uh We're not just talking in a professional development capacity. We're also talking about personal. So it can be both. Every aspect of your life. Yeah.
0: All right, Linda, round us off with our final tip for successful people that they do every day, habits. Working out. Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Exercise, stay fit. Why? Why? What's obviously? I I heard this once and I love it. And it's
1: uh, this guy said, if you can't help yourself, how can you help oh, other Robbins. people?
0: All right, Tony Robbins again. No, it wasn't Tony <laughs> Robbins. It was so Tony Robbins state. vibe to it. Hey, look, but I hear you. I totally I hear really you. like it. Yeah. If you can't help yourself, then how can you be helping anyone else in your life, at work, at home? Uh, personally, I'm I'm an early bird, so I'm up at 4.30 uh, every morning and I do a 45-minute... That's minute- a flex. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a flex. Uh, I do a 45-minute <laughs> workout before I get home when the baby's still asleep. And then she wakes up as I'm getting home. So it's my special time to do my exercise. If I'm lucky enough to squeeze in another one in the afternoon, I will. But that's that's this is a it's a more of a play for me in the afternoons. It's not the like the dedicated workout time. So that's me personally. I know that the doctors say 30 minutes three times a week. I actually (laughs) totally disagree with that. I think you should try and do something every day. Oh, I agree. I think every day. Every day. 30 even if it's 30 minutes every day of something that's going to get your heart pumping. Yeah. Because it's it's just good for your body. It's just well, we're
1: talking there's like the body aspect, right? Yeah. Which is what the doctors come up with. But I guess in our context where we're like talking mental. about successful people, yeah. we know that exercising, you know, releases endorphins, that's it, it helps you with your mental clarity. That's so it. why would you not do it every day if you know that you're going to be more switched on yeah. throughout the day? working towards that big, hairy, audacious goal that you're working exactly. towards.
0: Oh, yeah, the big, hairy, audacious goal. Exactly, yeah. So I I put exercise up there with yeah. um, one of those habits. I now, wake up at 5.20, but it just sounds like I'm so lazy compared to you. Tonight. No, no, well, well, if you had gone first, that would have <laughs> sounded fine. It's because I went first. Everyone's like, well, then doesn't get up as early <laughs> <harsh> as it does. <us." laughs> <So laughs> so I don't think it makes a difference. I'm in bed by like 8.30, 9 o'clock. Yeah, me I'm too, 9.30. I'm yeah. absolutely wrecked. Yeah. Um, with that said, look, those, those were the four tips. So it was exercise, be a forever student, maximize your brain power and setting your intentions. But I did want to just throw in a couple of fun ones in there as well, which we ummed and <laughs> out about talking. No, Linda was a hard no, but I'm like, no, I'm going to say them. <laughs> Here we go. Um, I think you should shower every day. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's definitely something everyone should do every day. Um, whether it's If you're co- successful... You yeah, shower. You should have good hygiene. God, what are you saying? <laughs> right, you should have good hygiene. Wash your face. Wash your teeth. Um, drink water. Drinking yeah, water yeah. is. I think staying people. Hydrated yeah, staying important. hydrated is yeah. super important. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting one. Hug or kiss a loved one, whether that's your kid, your partner, your parent, your neighbour. Release some <laughs> oxytocin and hug or kiss a loved one. Show some yeah. love. Yeah. And then the last one Positive is, thoughts, exactly. positive mindset. The last one's definitely like on the oxytocin thing. Now, I have two dogs and I absolutely love patting my dogs every day. So I yeah. think everyone should pat a dog every day. <laughs> <laughs> or if you don't like dogs, a cat or whatever, just some type of animal, that mm-hmm. makes your heart throb a little bit. So definitely um, that was me coming at it from a heart angle. I love it. With that said... <laughs> With some of the other stuff that we yeah, had said yeah. outside, of <laughs> outside of my little examples, yeah. I wonder if this is going to get cut. I'm not sure. We'll just leave it up to you. I um, kind of hope not, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. Good fun. <laughs> With that said, guys, the idea of this podcast is to answer questions of our listeners um, in the digital space. It doesn't have to be just marketing. Of As you can tell, today was really like personal, emotional, psychological. So hit us up on LinkedIn or redpandas.com.au. Forward slash, oh, it's not dot com.au. No, it is dot com. What's oh our my website? Gosh. <laughs> redpandas.com.au. It forward is. Forward slash. I no, just read Pandas. Oh okay. Yeah, hit us up. <laughs> Ready? Hit us up at redpandas.com.au. We'd love to hear your feedback.